The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When the Pharisees with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes questioned him, why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, well did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites. As it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. He went on to say, How well you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever curses father or mother shall die. Yet you say, If someone says to father or mother, Any support you might have had from me is korban, meaning dedicated to God. You allow him to do nothing more for his father or mother. You nullify the word of God in favor of your tradition that you have handed on, and you do many such things. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I come to um, the, uh, the scriptures, you know, feeling, uh, feeling a little tired. You know, it's like the, the day-to-day grind and, uh, and not sleeping so well last night and, uh, and what have you. Uh, and then Jesus gets all confrontational and it's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> you know, like, that's a bit, <laughs> you know, um, maybe gi- giving me a bit more energy. I don't know. He's, uh, Jesus is bringing it today. Um, it's, ve- it's very significant, I think, right, to see that uh, Jesus ha- Jesus. It's not to say that he has his own territory. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he owns who he is. I think sometimes we have a, the, perhaps the, the wrong view of him. Think, think he's just a softy or something, you know, like, okay, cool. Like he's going around healing people. That's very nice. That was very nice of him to do. But he's there for a reason, you know, and, it's, and he's not there to be the, the one man medical missionary do you know he's there are plenty of people in that in that place that he doesn't heal he's there for a reason and he and and the the chief reason that he's there is uh, as the definitive interpreter of the law of god or or the one who goes god's way um many other things besides of course yeah but i think it's but i think it's uh, most significant to see that because the, what's it? What's uh, the, at the heart of the of the dispute here between Jesus and the Pharisees? It's it's not really so. It's not really so much about foundations. They sh- they share so many of the same foundations. I mean, with the, it, when Jesus comes back to them with, "Well, this is what Moses said," there's they they have the, the kind of common ground supposedly uh, that allows them to have the this discussion or even to have this confrontation what is hap- what is happening with um the these foundation stones that are held in common they're being arranged differently 
Yeah, and on one hand, you have the scribes and the Pharisees who are arranging them uh, for the advancing of their own agenda, and Jesus who's arranging them for the advancing of the kingdom of God, the reign of God, the rule of God. And, uh, and of course, even, the, even saying that, the, the reign of God, the rule of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, um, the Pharisees, of course, were quite eager to claim all these things for themselves as well. But, but clearly twist them, twist them so badly that they're, that, uh, you know, the, the sense even of, of what those things are is, uh, is very distorted. And the, the example that Jesus brings up is, is quite powerful in response to, I mean, right, think, think about the, the difference in proportion here. Although, of course, we're, we're all people who wash their hands, I hope. Uh, <laughs> when the, when the Pharisees, um, you know, when the Pharisees are, are watching his disciples say like, you, guys, you don't wash your hands. He said, well, you don't, we don't wash our hands. Um, you're disobeying the fourth commandment. I mean, you're, like, it's not even you're disobeying it, right? It's that, it's that your agenda runs in direct opposition to the Ten Commandments. Uh, what, you know, what, are we ta- what are we talking about here? You've, you've, you have bent, you know, the... Uh, the I don't know how to say like you the the rules that that you have crafted uh to to suit your agenda run in direct opposition to the to the revealed commandments of God. It doesn't it doesn't get any clearer than that. Right, so what's I don't know. You get what's going on. This is a and the and the um the confrontation is uh, is significant. I think that for for us, right, we in our in our prayer, and I think this is this is our corporate prayer together, right? And I think that the, I would say the um, the church's corporate prayer also ought to be in some way the pattern of our private prayer. I could say a little bit more about that, in the sense that you know, at the at the altar, I mean, the action of the Eucharist is that the divine victim is offering himself to God, right? So Jesus is offering himself to the Father. We are offering ourselves along with him. This, this is the action of the Eucharist. But, this, but that action is also a pattern for our prayer in the sense that we have, to, we have to come before God and be offering ourselves to him and find ourselves receiving from him uh, the, the strength we, we need to go where he calls us to go and to, to serve how he calls us to serve and to bring his love to life in the particular way that he's, he's calling us to do it. Um, so, so we're, anyway, we're uh, in, in, our, in our corporate prayer here and in our private prayer. When we bring ourselves to God to make an offering of, of our hearts and lives, we have to allow God's spirit, we have to allow this, the spirit of God to, to, do, the, to do some work of, of sorting in us. It's like sorting and alignment. Like what, we have to ask God, like, you know, as different things come up in our hearts and our minds, and things I should say, like that we're, say relationships that we find ourselves in the midst of, um, maybe, maybe projects and plans and, and things like this. We have to, we have to, always be, it's not always be on guard. We always have, we have to open up, we have to open ourselves up to God and ask, is this, is this yours? Is this you? 
am I going about this in the way that you intend me to go about? And can I say why? Because like all this, this that work that's like at the at the roots of of things, like at the root, meaning like at the at the very um, kind of source of who we are as Christians, the the discerning of you know where it is I I ought to be and and how I ought to be going about what I'm doing and all that kind of thing at the at the very roots of things this is this is what allows us to say not construct agendas that run contrary to the law of god what or what he or what he wants us to be doing because we start to think about what our what our lives are about yeah and uh I, we could think any number of things i think especially given our cultural context right what what is success in life like what does it mean to be a successful person yeah and if and if our answer to that to that kind of set of questions has almost nothing to do with jesus and the cross you know the with the um how to say our, you know our crucified messiah then we're we're off and we're likely building a life story that doesn't run in line with the story that God wants to tell. He wants to tell to us. He wants to tell in us and through us. So we have we have to keep we have to be a praying people because we have to we have to allow God to speak into our hearts and lives. Right? We at the very at the very depths, and with all vulnerability and with all honesty. Have you ever tried telling God like why you're doing what you're doing and you're kind of fudging it? Have you ever had that experience? If you haven't, you need to pray more. Because I've had that experience with, with some frequency, right? I say, this is God, but this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And he says, is that why you're doing what? <laughs> is that why you're doing that? You say, uh, okay, maybe not. Do you know, but... Uh, but this is the, the unwinding at the very core that has to happen for us. Do you know? Otherwise we're, otherwise, we're slaves to ourselves. If we're slaves to ourselves at the core, it's only going to come out in expression of these constructed agendas that we have to make ourselves safe or even, even more to save ourselves. Yeah? And we don't want to be in the project of self-salvation. Because in Christian terms, the project of self-salvation is condemnation. Jesus is our Savior. And we have, to, we have to own that reality. We have to live into that reality. And if we can't do it in, if we can't do it in, in the silence, in the, in the humble vulnerability of our, of our time in prayer, we're going to have a lot of problems when we, when we come out of that space. Yeah. So this is the this is the depth, perhaps the the little spiritual lesson of the thing. I don't know. There's there there's much broader sense of things as well, right? Like Jesus is is here, going the way of self giving love. Yeah, and and he, uh, as as his disciples, he is calling us to live out that life that life of great and costly love. That, that he has lived and that he inspires in us. But it's not ours. And it's not, it's not exactly a matter of our salvation that, that we do it in the sense that, you know, again, it's not that we, we ourselves are earning anything. No, we're, res we're responding to 
the love that he is breathing into us, right? He, he loves us with, with a strength and depth that we can't imagine, and yet, we're, and yet we're responding then to the demands that that love puts on us. We have to, we have to keep going. We have to keep going out, and we have, and we have to live our lives on. Look, I was going to say we have to live our lives on mission. Of course we do. The problem, the issue is that you do live your life on mission. It's a matter of what that mission is. You already live your life on mission. The question is, will we live our lives on mission with Jesus? Will we live God's mission for us? Now we can, and we have the, you know, we've kind of breezed through. Genesis these past two days, right? It, God is recapturing the mission and the, pl- and the place of man in his creation, right? To be at the intersection of heaven and earth. To bring heaven to earth is man's task. And to sum up creation's praises, to offer them to, to God. This is, what, this is what he's created man to be. And he is now renewing that in us so that we can be about the work of restoring his defaced creation, Right? His, disfigured, his disfigured people are renewed by him. And his defaced uh, creation is restored by his people. That's the, that's the work that we have to be about. But again, the work is to live that life of great and costly love. We have to, we have to be going about our, our life and our work as people of praise, of worship, and of service, of prayer and of love. And we ought to be able to, we ought to, be able to press pause on our, on our day, at any given point, and answer the question, answer this question in the affirmative. Is this prayer? Is this love? Right? And if it's not, then we're off mission. We're, off, we're, we're not in alignment. Yeah? But, but with, again, with the power that God gives us, with, with his own life of love that Jesus is breathing into us, we can, in fact, be people of, of prayer and love. And today, no matter where he sends us, that, that's the task uh, for us to accomplish.